0: The Hard Shoulder
1: on Talk
0: with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie.
1: Now it is that time of the week. Tom Dunn is here to talk about the week in music. So first up, we're going to take a listen to this. Yes, that of course was ACDC Shot in the Dark. It's brand new. There's going to be a whole new album to follow it. Tell us about it, Tom.
0: Well, I think you have to go back to 2014 and you would say back then, was there ever going to be another ACDC album? And you would have said, no, there's not going to be another ACDC album. Because 2014, Malcolm Young, one of the founding members of the band, one of the main songwriters, was diagnosed with dementia and sadly passed away then in 2017. Uh, Not long after his diagnosis, Brian Johnson, the singer with the band, had to retire due to hearing issues. He was told if he went on stage again, he'd never hear again. And he was replaced temporarily by Axel Rose at the time, which is controversial enough. The drummer, Phil Rudd, had legal issues. That's all we can say about them legal issues. And he had to go away. And then uh, the bass player Cliff Williams said, I've had enough of this. And when the tour came to an end, he said that was him finished. So you'd have to say (laughs) at that point that that was the
1: end of ACDC,
0: surely. ACDC are dead in the water, right? But then, lo and behold, um, surviving member Angus Young finds, well, knows about this crop of songs that were co written with Malcolm before his death and goes back to them. Brian Johnson's hearing issues are sorted due to the you know, modern uh, miracles of technology. Phil Rudd manages to step away from his legal issues somehow. um, And Cliff Williams says, well, if the rest of you are doing it, I'll do it. So they all reconvened in a studio in Vancouver last at the end of last year. The songs, as I said, were already written. I've written with Malcolm before his death. And they were brilliant songs, largely because uh, some wonderful trivia here. I don't know if you know about it, but behind ACDC is their brother, George Young and he'd been in bands before and in fact he's the co-writer of a song called Love Is In The Air do you know that song? Oh Tom no way really? Honestly yes Um,
1: so he'd had success It has to be said a very ACDC like song yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: <And laughs> he'd had success in the music industry when his younger brothers had the idea to form a band. So he was a guiding hand with them. And, and I think he, he really steered them hugely. And he'd always said to them, if you're in form, if you're writing songs, write lots of them. So that's what they did years ago. And they had this little, you know, crop of songs to fall back on and that's what they're recording now so it is poignant because obviously the, the the death of Malcolm weighs heavily on all their minds so they've described it as being similar to back in black and that was the album they recorded when their previous singer bond scott passed away all the way back in 1980 so this has a, you know a feel of that about it it's what he would have wanted that thing and the cover of it is a candle the whole idea of this is to remember malcolm young and what can I say what I've heard so far it's class absolute class and ACDC fans you never thought you would see this day again but here it is tomorrow a brand new ACDC album Yeah absolutely
1: brilliant Look I look forward to listening to it when it becomes available tomorrow That album's not coming out till tomorrow so it's not our album of the week This is
0: shout to the top Where are we going to the top All the greats this week, Tom. That's uh, great stuff. Um You'll be too young to remember the Jam versus the Style Council of the wars, Kieran. Uh, I, I am. I am too young, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid I was in the uh, I was in the trenches for them. I, I was fighting that war because I was one of those people who grew up with the Jam, and the Jam meant an awful lot to us. They were a punk rock band. They were one of the first punk rock bands to go on top of the pops. They were on top of the pops being introduced by all those smashy and nicey type of people who presented in those days. And for us, they were absolute, Paul, Paul Weller in particular, were, were just legends. And then at the absolute peak of their success, he broke up the band and formed the Style Council. I'm trying to put this in perspective. It is, it's as if Lemmy had joined Haircut 100. It was It was just, you know, it, was, it seemed like a bizarre act. And the band looked like they were more dressed up for going to... The Oxford regatta than, than being in the band. So for jam fans, it was really hard to take. And I have to say, a lot of jam fans didn't really give the stall council a fair listen. And with this best of, you have to just step back from the war a little bit and say, God, the Stall Council really were good, weren't they? They they'd so many amazing songs. And the thing that's really hard to take for jam fans is that Paul was having such wonderful fun with this band in a way he wasn't having with the jam. And he has put together this best of, I don't know how he's managed to do it, but he's curated it in a way that just the joy just leaps off the record. And, you know, after a long time now, we can stand back and peace reigns. And you can you can just say, God, the style cancel. They really were brilliant. Were they a bit better than the jam? Well, let's just not go there because that would be too emotional for a lot of people. Oh, really? And so what, what is talk. this album that's out? It's the story of the Starlet Council. It's a very long, hot summer. It's the best of. But it's beautifully curated. You know, it's just one song leads into another and you're just going, I never remember them having so many amazing songs because they got a really hard time at the time. The music press didn't particularly love them. They couldn't understand what I was up to. Eventually, the record company hated them and started to, to threaten not to release their albums. And he was, you know, having a dalliance with jazz, which is always a very worrying development in a young man. Oh gosh. And yeah. In eighty nine when when he when they broke up the band, the Stroller Council, he said, you know, people aren't going to appreciate how good this band was for a very long time to come. That time has come. We All can right. finally appreciate <laughs> Today. them. Today he was right.
1: But they the, were a great bands. the 12th of November 2020 mark it down <laughs> finally after Armistice been, Day he has been proven right he knew uh, so look that is the Style Council uh, that is the album of the week uh, gig of the week uh, there's a few gigs this week let's take a listen to this Yeah, I suppose it's kind of funny at the moment. Some weeks, there's nothing to talk about in gig of the week. or We (laughs) really have to stretch the boundaries. Other other weeks, there is stuff happening. What's this about?
0: There's a whole load of really great streaming gigs happening over the course of the next few days. Some of them are free and some of them have charges, but they're really good ones. That one there are Bitch Falcon. They could easily have been the album of the week. Their album, um, Staring at Clocks, was just released. They're an Irish kind of slightly heavy, metal-ish band, but but beautiful stuff going on them. And Lizzie Fitzpatrick is the singer there. I think she's great. They're part of Root Medgeberg. I don't know if you know her. She's a photographer of Extreme Note, who did a book set at the moment where everyone is looking at from their living rooms during the early days of COVID-19. Yeah. It's it, it, oh, really powerful stuff. She somehow has a, a venue called Living Room at the Dean's Art Complex. And this is going to be from there. They're going to be interviewed by May Kay and uh, play songs as well. That's streaming from 8 p.m. tomorrow night. And that is free. Uh, But it's only one of many. Josh Ritter, who is absolutely loved in this country, is presenting his silo sessions at 9 p.m. This coming Saturday. He'll be my guest on the show tonight, by the way. Good stuff. The Foo Fighters are live from the Roxy at um it's 5 p.m pacific time i think that might be one in the morning our time that's 15 dollars paul weller is on tonight at 8 p.m um midsummer music that is called i think i'm actually going to be going along and seeing that lean gallagher down by the river thames on december the fifth so loads of people and from what i can make out they're all you know bands together it's not just one person or anything like that and uh, it's, it's you know if you want to indulge your your mm. musical taste and see a few people performing we have lots of options this week. it's yeah,
1: great to see. Great to see some of us uh, creeping back in. Uh, tell us about your
0: tip of the week before you go. Uh, the legend Elvis Gerald tomorrow evening at 9pm on BBC Four, which has turned into, it's an odd little station, BBC Four, but its music content is spectacular. It's a film about her life. It's interviews with many famous singers, musicians. At this point, uh, a lot of people don't realise how huge she was during the 20th century. People like Frank Sinatra rave about her. He wouldn't do albums like Frank Sinatra presents Cole Porter stuff because she had done it before him and he said he she had done it so well there was no possible point in in revisiting it. So an absolute legend. Uh, I would have grown up with my mother singing her songs around the house and uh, it's an hour and a half long, huge, uh, usually well-reviewed. So Ella Fitzgerald, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. BBC4, don't miss it. All right, listen, Tom, thanks a million for that and for all the rest
1: of the week's uh, top tips. (laughs)